It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coop and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Coots. Hey, Richard, today we're going to talk about old school SNES games. Yep, Super Nintendo. Yep. Or Super Famicom if you live in Japan. <laughs> I had no idea. Super Famicom. Mm-hmm. Is that what they call it in Japan? Yep. yep. Huh. Super no Famicom. Um, of course, my favorite Super NES game was Mario. Mario. I love Mario. Which one? Super Mario World. Super Mario World, yes. Mm-hmm. I played it so, so much. Yeah. Mostly because I didn't have a lot of other video games but <laughs> at the time. Because that game came with it when you Yeah, it, it came right? with yeah. it. Um, and then it also mm-hmm. came with like a little slip, and you could send it in and get Super Mario World All-Stars, so I got that. That's right. Yeah. Um, what was... Okay, how long... Well, well, let me ask you this question. What's the shortest amount of time it took you to beat the whole thing? I I don't know, man. I okay. So I had my Nintendo taken away from me a lot <laughs> because of that game. Because there was I got the parts that were just like it. I would throw the controller at the wall, which I don't do anymore because yeah. I have to pay for those now, and they're like sixty dollars <laughs> piece for those controllers now. Um, yeah. Yeah, but man, I'm sure, I'm sure. Uh, to this day, I'm sure I never found all the secrets in that game. There were so many secrets, so many secret areas, everything. Um, I did find, I did find um, the special zone though, initially, and I don't even remember how I found it. It was that was the whole thing. I, you, you find a lot of these secrets on an accident, mm-hmm. so yeah. there wasn't like I think. You had like a, a Nintendo Power back there. You could you can buy those, and they had some stuff in there about that. But I wasn't aware of that of Nintendo Power at the time. I was like I was like eight or whatever, and so um, all this stuff I was just kind of discovering on my own. Yeah, yeah. I really loved I really loved uh, Super Super Mario World. It was a great game because uh, and a super frustrating game as well because I don't know how many times I just rage quit it. I mean, but I, I would it would keep me determined. Now, when I played it, I was a I was a college student, so that tells you how old I am. So um, sometimes it would take up some of my study time. I would supposed to be studying, and uh, instead I was playing Mario. Um, so eventually, what happened was the studying became more important than uh, than the Nintendo. And I had to get rid of it. So I ended up, like, selling it or something. I don't know what I did with it. But I also had, like, uh, Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda, uh uh-huh. And I played it a lot. That was a great game. Because it was the first time you ever really had, like, a role-playing game on a video game. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though you just get to play with Zelda, you still get, like, all the kind of stuff you get in a role-playing game. You know, like... Uh, fighting wizards and fighting monsters and stuff like that. Magic sword, magic shield. I mean, they did have, like, traditional JRPGs back then, um, Mm -hmm. all turn-based. They had some Final Fantasy, uh, let's see here, the Fantasy Star. No, I think the Fantasy (laughs) Star was only on Sega Genesis. Mm -hmm. Um, they had, uh, what was the name of it? Uh, Another World. Yeah. Which is called, like, 
which was called like Mother Three in in uh-huh. Japan. Um, but there's that. Um, you know, you know what's interesting is is I was I was reading uh, or an uh, interview by I can't remember his name, but he was like the head designer at uh, Square at the time, which became SquareSoft and then now Square Enix. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about the uh, the turn-based battle system. He said, well, the reason we did the turn-based battle system that way is because of the limitations at the time. <laughs> you know, it wasn't because we really wanted to. It was because we couldn't do, like, have multiple characters on the screen at the same time battling and doing all these different um, all these different special attacks and things right. like that and animations if we were, you know, doing like a, a, a real-time combat system. It right. was just, we were limited, they were limited by, <clears throat> by uh, you know, what they could do on those consoles mm-hmm. at the time. And so that was, that was like a, a, a kind of a sacrifice they had to make. Not a, you know, that's not the word for it. A, kind of a compromise. Right. Compromise. They had to make that compromise for them to do all this other stuff in that game. Yeah. So. Um, it was probably the first, you know, I also, it was since I was in college, um, they actually had a uh, Beavis and Butthead game. I played that. I rented <laughs> it from Blockbuster. <coughs> and um, I actually bought it. So oh, I had yeah. the game. Yeah, and you basically, like, you just threw, threw things at people. I think that's the whole point of the game. Do you remember Biker Mice from Mars? I didn't play the game, but I watched the cartoon. Yeah, I think I had that one. Um, I'm just going down the list of things and looking at stuff that I remember. Um, my some of my favorites, though, <coughs> which also had like a ton of secrets that you kind of find out on your own, was Donkey Kong Country, the, the trilogy, Donkey Kong right. Country trilogy. And what was great about that? That was one of the first games to really kind of utilize 3D. 3D models. It, yeah. it was kind of like a mix of 3D and 2D is yeah. what it was. Um, and so the graphics for that, that was probably, I think that was probably the best looking games on the system was mm-hmm. the Donkey Kong Country games. Right. Um, did you ever play um, Castlevania? I did not play Castlevania. I played I played a port of it on the PlayStation when I first got a PlayStation. Yeah, that's one of the games I had was... Uh, was was that I didn't play it on Super Nintendo, but I did play it on. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if that was on the one on the Nintendo. The one I played, uh, I think it was Symphony of the Night. It was the one that, uh, and it really irritated me because it was like, I beat it. I finally beat it, and it's like, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, you beat the game, but now you have to start all over, and er- all the, all the uh, the dungeons and everything are completely reversed, and. You have to beat it all again <laughs> to actually beat the game. You know, it's like, you know, the, the Super Nintendo was also known for one of the worst games of all time. What was that? Superman. Superman. Oh no, uh, that was in '64, man. Was that a '64 game? That was Nintendo '64. Okay. Not Super Nintendo. That was that was a. Uh, <laughs> it was still a bad game. That was the third. I played Nintendo a Superman. Console. I it was awful. Playing a Superman game for for Super NES, and it was awful. Well, it, it's still it's still really considered the worst game of all time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if I would consider. It. I think E.T. would probably be. E.T. was pretty bad. E.T. Yeah. just about it basically E.T. You talking about E.T. for twenty four hundred? Yes, and twenty six hundred. Sorry. Well, yes, 2600. and because of E.T. E.T. single handedly 
crashed the video game market, and <laughs> it didn't come back until the NES. So the NES know, saved the video game. Okay, here's console an obscure market. game that I had: mm-hmm. The Hunt for Red October. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was so bad. I actually bought the game. The problem was back then was like you don't really have internet, so there's no. The only way to check out a game or like read a review is to like pick up a gaming magazine and read it. You yeah, know? Um, I, I so, wasn't aware of that stuff when I was a kid, so I kind of just we went to Blockbuster and I saw yeah. something. Oh, that's cool box art. I but I'll tell you what I did play. What I played, I don't remember the name of the game, but I played. It was the Seven Up game. Oh, and it was like the little red checker Seven Up guy, and it was just a platformer. Did you know? Um, let's see. I'm looking at it here to see if they have it. I think I remember that there was a Noid game. There was a Noid game. Yes, the Noid game, there was you a know, Noid like game. From Domino's Noid. Yeah, do, the do, yeah, I played that. It, that came in. That came with a box of pizza <laughs> from Domino's. Well, you get you buy like five pizzas and and you get like some coupons, accumulate some coupons, and you can get it. Um, man, there was so many, so many uh, licensed game based on like. Food and restaurants uh-huh. and stuff. Uh, there's some Ronald McDonald games. Um, you know, the, one of the best games um, that I played, of course, you had Mortal Kombat on there, but mm-hmm. um, one of the best games that I played was uh, was Mega Man. Mega Man, yeah. Mega Man 7. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. That was a great game. Um, and, uh, I mean, it really, it was really over the top. Man, that was really over. Yeah, time. I rented that from uh, Blockbuster one time, and I and I was like, I don't like this. I'm not playing it anymore. I'm eight <laughs> years old. This is too hard. Um, it's hard. It was a hard game. It was kind of like the um, what's the one game that's out now that the, the series of games is so hard that people just oh really, Dark Souls. Yeah, it was like the Dark Souls of its day. Yeah, I mean, it was really difficult. Oh, I'll tell you what I hated and. Um, what I hated so bad was Battletoads. Oh, man. That was, I believe that you was did, on Nin, regular Nintendo. Did though. you rent that or did you own it? No, I rented it. <sighs> okay. Uh, no. And then I, but I remember getting, I did uh, get Ninja Turtles for Christmas one year, the original NES version. And man, that was, I hated that so much. It's like, I couldn't believe how bad. And I think it was. It wasn't really challenging. I think it was just poorly designed. Um, yeah. But I could never get past the part with the electric purple seaweed. <laughs> and I don't know why seaweed is purple or, or electric. But Another game Another game was kind of cool. Uh, it was a weird concept, and I actually had it. Uh, it was called Populous. Where you get to be God, and you basically make people and like make like land and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, Send plagues and stuff and do all those awful things to people. That was a messed up game. That really messed with your uh, your sense of right and wrong. For oh sure. well, until until the Sims came along. Yeah. Do you remember Primal Rage? Primal? Yes, I did. I had Primal Rage. Oh man, um, that was a cool game. I didn't have it on Nintendo. I had it on Super Sega Genesis. Mm. It was pretty cool on uh, on 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 SNES though, but. Okay, so any other games that were, and Qbert of course. Qbert, you gotta play Qbert. Mm, drive yourself nuts playing that stupid game. Man, I don't understand. I never really understood the 
the the the the pull of that game. I mean, because people played it, and it it was popular enough to where when they made the Wreck It Ralph movie, you had a Cubert in. Yeah, it. I I don't I but didn't still, really. It was it was kind of terrible. it was boring. <laughs> boring. It was really right. boring. You're just hopping down a pyramid. I'll tell you what I hated, and a lot of people love it, but I hate it so much. And it's not really the challenge or anything. I just find it boring. Is Tetris. <laughs> I never understood Tetris. And then I saw like this game. I rented it from what I was like, oh, this is Dr. Mario. That sounds kind of cool. And Dr. Mario was just Tetris. <clears throat> and when I got it, uh, it's like, <laughs> this is lame. I hate, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't understand why people like that. Um, and then of course I had the Ninja Turtle games because, you know, I'm a big Ninja Turtles yeah. guy. I was all about the Ninja Turtles. So we had Ninja Turtles, uh, 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 Turtles in Time, mm, yeah. one of my favorite games, and then you had Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter, and that was really fun. And that was based, it was, I mean, that's what it was. It was a tournament. It was a fighter <laughs> fighting game, which was really fun. Um, and then you had, oh, let's see here, what else did did we have that we played? I could never get into Star Fox. I don't know why. I just couldn't. No, um, me neither. I rented that game and uh, didn't really care for it. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what I did love. Another JRPG, and it was one of the first um, uh, 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 real-time combat RPGs mm-hmm. was Secret of Mana. <laughs> Secret of never, Mana. Never heard of it. You haven't? No. Uh, oh, they, 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 they did a remake <laughs> of it recently for place, for PS4, and yeah. so you can like pick that up. I don't know how I feel about that because it's like, they may it's like a 3D remake, but they're like these bobblehead looking characters and like it's really bad voiceovers and stuff. It's like yeah. just play the original. You can emulate do emulation, although Nintendo is recently cracking down on emulation sites and making mm. everybody take down all their games from their emulation sites, so <laughs> which sucks. But yeah, that was a great game. Um uh, the you know, and then you had the Power Rangers games. Those were really fun. Yeah. Those were fun games. Um, you know, the thing about the Super NES with people, you know, there's some things, some little quirky things that were kind of funny about it. One mm-hmm. was you had these cartridges you put in the top of the thing, right? And uh, the if dust got in there, if it got real dusty, then it wouldn't work. And so you end up having to blow out the cartridge or blow out the... Yeah, you know, and it turns out that on. didn't actually do anything. Yeah, it was right. just the it was like it was like the placebo effect kind of is what they're <laughs> calling it because it didn't actually do anything. And actually, what it did was the moisture <laughs> from your from your breath could like make mold build inside those exactly. cartridges, and it would ruin it. <laughs> um, it could ruin the cartridges, so it really didn't do anything. Yeah. So it was it was just kind of a so weird thing at the time. You're, in essence, you're making it worse. Yeah, you're yeah. Doing. You're making it a lot And worse. I don't know how that spread or whatever. Somebody just <laughs> did that one day. It's like, oh, this works. And somehow that spread. It's kind of like one of those, maybe using gaming magazines or something like that. But it's like one of those things. Like, Try this. Like, like uh, one of those kind of things like some kid says it on the something on the playground. And somehow that spreads across to other playgrounds across the country. It's one of those weird things like. Like pogs. You, yeah, pogs. Oh, I had so many pogs. That's another topic. Um, oh, man. Okay. So, 
uh, Super Nintendo, what a great system. And if you can find one at a vintage stock or one of those resale stores, man, get one just to play it because it's fun. If you um, have an analog TV. Yeah, and I, I think I think GameStop is like selling them on uh, on uh, their website now. They've they've mm-hmm. they've started doing you know retro consoles and stuff on their website now. So yeah, those things are still running. I mean, or if you're a naughty person like me, you can download an emulator and play all those <laughs> games for free. All right. Uh, so today we're going to talk about our, our retro pilot of the week. This week we've watched the, um, is it 70s? It's yeah, 70s. it's 1977. 1977 version of, of Spider-Man. the Spider-Man series, which lasted like for a season, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it died. Mm-hmm. Um. This is one thing wherever you get, like, you you can't get the licensing to all kinds of stuff. I mean, you can get the licensing to Spider-Man himself. Basically, that's probably all they had, do you think? Maybe yeah, the character well, of J. Had, Jonah Jameson. They had J. Jonah Jameson, and they had Robbie Robertson. Robbie Robertson. And that okay. was it. That was it. They didn't have any Mary Jane. No Mary Jane, no Betty Brant, no, no Uncle Ben. No, they got, not they even got Uncle Aunt, Ben. Yeah, they had, Aunt, they had Aunt May. Aunt May, daughtering Aunt May. He's always like... Your supper's ready, Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got this guy playing Peter Parker. What was the guy's name that played Peter Parker? I, you I look don't, it up. I don't. I don't uh, remember. It doesn't matter. I know. I know. He some... looks like he's in his thirties. I mean, he's like. Yeah, he's he's not a college student. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. And um, when he's doing his wall crawling, I mean, you got to give it the give it some respect though for trying. I mean, they tried. Okay. I mean, this was a 70s TV show, so and they were television, pretty limited. They have a really low budget, uh-huh. you know, and times are hard. It's 1977. <laughs> you know, so um, there's a bit where he's, like, crawling around on the outside of his house, and the whole thing is a bad green screen of yeah, the house. Yeah, it's just, like, flat. With him, like, and it, what they did was they, let, they had a green screen on the floor mm-hmm. and basically had him crawl around on the floor with a camera up above him. And then they green screen that onto the house, so he's like crawling down the, um, he's crawling down the the the, the window, the and window, stuff, and stuff then like he's that. crawling down the the the, the porch post. The yeah, po- the post on the porch. It has, looks so lame. And his hands are spread out wide, you know, instead of grabbing onto the post going down, you know, because it's like that's how they green screened it. But um, and there's also a lot of like really dangerous wire work in this. Apparently, I mean, they, it looked like it was really dangerous. Um, and they had some stuntman dressed as Spider-Man, basically, and he was, like, moving his arms and legs like he was crawling, and they just pulled him up there. Mm-hmm. Well, some of that... turn around upside down. Yeah, so, well, no, some of that was a uh, green screen, mm-hmm. too. It was just really flat green screen. But there was some serious stunt there was. work done in this movie. Um, I thought what was kind of cool was they did have somebody, like, it was like a camera, somehow got a camera on, on their... Looked like on their head or something like. like it was like a GoPro. Yeah, almost, almost like a GoPro. Was but this weird. was the '70s. But so, so I don't it, know how they the did thing, that in the '70s. If it's the '70s, they don't even have. I mean, they have rudimentary videos, mm-hmm. video cameras, right? But most of this stuff was shot on film, and for them to mount a film camera on somebody's head. Yeah, that was very clearly not green screen. No, and somebody he's like was up climbing. there on the building, like crawling around, like looking over the edge and stuff, and then he like goes over the building. I mean, all you see is the hands, is what yeah. it is. But I don't know how they got that shot with the climbing like it's that pretty, back in the seventies. I give them props for that. That's really tough to do in the seventies, man. It's where all their budget went. <laughs> probably because man, 
And then they've got some villain that's not even a Spider-Man villain. It's like some mind control guy. Edward Byron or something. <laughs> and he's like, he's like the head of like this He cult. looked like L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he was like this self-help group that came in there. But he like all these people in his self-help group, he would like control their minds. So they're Scientologists. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. But, this guy, but he's like, he's like, you people don't deserve happiness because you don't know what real happiness is. Whatever. I thought that the uh, the whole bit where they're in the lab at the beginning of the film and um, Peter's like working on radioactive material or something like that, radioactive waste. He and his partner, they're in the lab or working on it, and um, the delivery guy comes in to deliver these transistors or capacitors or something yeah. that Peter needs, something he's working on, some gizmo, and. Um, He's like, I need $45. He's like, well, can I just pay you later? And he's like, no, I need it now. It's cash on delivery. He's like, oh, I don't have the money. And he's like super poor. Mm. Of course, that's, you know, that was the thing about Spider-Man is he's got average guy problems, you know. But the funny thing is, is the guy's like saying, hey, um, do I need to put on like a lead apron or something? I'm in here. He's like, oh, no, that's probably fine. And <laughs> it's like radioactive material. And they're wearing like these little badges. Because in radioactive labs, you're supposed to wear like a badge. Back in the day, they did this. Now they have more, more sophisticated stuff. But this badge, what happens is if you get around radiation, like you get exposed to it, it turns a color. Okay, but see, the problem with that is it's already too late. You've already been exposed to the radiation yeah. to turn the thing a different color. So they're like walking around this lab. And then they've got this robot arm that was probably about 90% of their budget. And it's going over. It's like picking. Took yeah, I think I that counted. Was... It took a stinking five minutes of film for them to do that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I think this was supposed to be more thrill. <laughs> they thought this would be more thrilling than it actually was. Um, that took that way too long. That robot arm was way boring, man. It was like going over and picking up the beaker full of radioactive waste and then dumping it in the thing and then putting a lead lid on it to keep everybody safe. It's like. Then he goes over and picks it up with his bare hands, like, oh, well, I'm going to go put this away. You know, and then, um, you know, the spider's, like, glowing and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. But the spider bites him on the hand when he reaches for his textbook. That'll teach you to learn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, uh, then you also got, like, the, the police chief who's, like, he's so, <laughs> yeah. so stereotypical of, like, the super honestly, yeah. I felt like he was he more had, like J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He had like he had like the like he had like the personality of J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson. Right. Yeah. But he was like constantly like cigar. He was chomping a huge cigar, and he was all the time. And he every sentence he had was some kind of sarcastic saying yeah. it. Like he needed well, to be on. Uh, he needed to be on CSI, man, so he could like. Say that statement, you know. He's and like, then, dun, 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 yeah, and he's like, dun, dun. yeah, yeah, and he's like, one time he's like, oh, and let me call Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs too. What do I look like, an exterminator? Get out of here! He's like, like, uh, something like that. Yeah. But he's ridiculous. <laughs> one guy I did notice was um, Robert Hastings was in this, and he yeah. was the um, he was like, uh, he was like the detective. Uh -huh. That like worked with the chief. Oh right. And yeah. Why was I, okay? Also, why is the chief at all the crime scenes? But um, <laughs> no, he comes to everyone. Yeah. Maybe but he's doing it. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But anyways, Robert Hastings 
I thought was interesting because Robert Hastings did the voice of he died a few years ago, but he did the voice of Commissioner Gordon. No way. In the in the Batman animated series. Wow. And then he did him again in like some episodes That's of Superman. That's recognize his voice. So, yeah, some of Superman, and wow. he did, um, you know, and he did some of the games and stuff too. <laughs> So um, yeah, that was that. I thought that was kind of cool. What I wanted to know is, okay, so Peter Parker's got that big old huge hairdo, right? Mm -hmm. How does he fit all that hairdo underneath that mask and then flatten it down to his head? I don't know. Pulls it off and his hair just goes. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy. And you know, I like this is the '70s, so it was all like. All the music was like funk music. Uh-huh. Like, like it was like a black exploitation film. <laughs> it's like a bow. It's like black dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the oh man, there's such corny lines in this. Like even the final line, he's like, "Say Parker, how are you able to get all these pictures of Spider Man and nobody else is?" And he goes, "Simple, because I believe." <laughs> it's like. Uh, Man, Ugh. yeah, it's it's nuts. Now, here's the thing. What's great about this is the whole thing is on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah. The uh, I don't know about the entire <laughs> series, but this the, one the is... First, the first episode. Yeah, they, they actually aired this. I, I saw this when I was a kid, but I don't mm-hmm. remember much of it. I certainly didn't re- remember all the awfulness um, because <laughs> I was a kid. But they aired this as a TV movie when I yeah. was a kid. So Well, when I was a kid... They showed this on TV, and I watched it on television, and I watched the series because I was like, cool, Spider-Man, and I thought it was so awesome. But it's like, you know, you watch the Super Friends when you're a kid, and it's mm-hmm. pretty awesome, and then you go back and watch it, and you're like, man, this is the worst animation I've ever seen in my life. It's like Spider-Man, or Superman's talking when Batman's mouth is moving, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like really, really bad animation. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's pretty poor, but, you know, it's fun to watch it because the reason it's fun to watch the reason you should go check it out is because it kind of gives you an idea. Like you can watch like Spider-Man Homecoming and see how far we've come. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, this movie—I mean—and there's no Uncle Ben. There's no "With great power comes great responsibility," which is said in every single movie mm-hmm. like five times. Um, there's no Uncle Ben dying. There's none of that. It's like he gets the powers and then he's like running around using them, and then he gets this. He makes his suit. He, like, sews it together I, I, I like the spider webs in this because, like, he'll, like, shoot yeah. a web and it'll either be, like, a rope. <laughs> but then there's, like, this one shot where he shoots, like, webbing on top of these guys. But it's like that. It's like the spi- the cotton spider webs yeah, you get from the Halloween store. It's no. like a fishing net. Oh, so in one, like... yeah, there's one scene where there's a fishing net, but then there's another one where he throws it on there, but it's just like that cotton webbing that you buy at the Halloween store. Right, yeah, yeah. It's it so a, cheap. It looked like a rope. I mean, yeah. it was really, really bad. There, um, yeah, the first time he learned to swing, he stuck it on a tree, and like, and the tree, like, uh, like it like pulls the tree down, <laughs> and he, and he swings, he swings for like, three seconds like, like an inch off the ground it's like oh so cool this you know it's like this is just as thrilling as that time Pierre parker learned to swing in in sam raimi's spider-man <laughs> yeah yeah just as thrilling all right well uh we hope that you go and uh check out some super nes games and go retro man because it's fun to play those and uh if you get a chance 
fire up YouTube and watch that pilot for Spider-Man. It's pretty funny. Also, so. if you got a PS4, the Spider-Man game just came out. And That's right. It's a uh, it's brand new version of Spider-Man. It's uh -huh. getting, getting good reviews. In fact, mm -hmm. it was so good, they decided to uh, introduce this version of the character into this new Spider-Geddon series going on right now in the comics. Right. So uh, go check that out. I haven't got to play it yet, even though I got it, but I want to play it really <laughs> bad. But go check that out. Yep. Go, You can go watch this on YouTube, Spider-Man, mm -hmm. the 1970s series. Yep, that's great. All right, until next time, I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richard Coots. <laughs>